90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City, Community Radio. Streaming online at www.kkfi.org. The views and opinions of this program are those of its host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 90.1 FM, KKFI, Midcoast Radio Project, or its staff and volunteers. Sad story, sad story now Still waiting for the truth to be told now It won't be long now now. Won't be long Heard the news, heard your rivers all run dry Signs in your sky, word is out. Loud whispering going on. Boy, angels turn mercenaries coming in thousands. Oh, oh, oh. City Community Radio. This is Urban Connections. I'm your host, Donna Morrow-Wolf. We are joined virtually today by our guest, Damron Russell Armstrong of the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City. Back again with us today. Damron, how are you? Damron, can you hear me? going to have to unmute. Damron, can Damron, you hear me? Can you hear me? Alrighty, Damron. Alrighty, Damron. I'm hearing, I'm hearing uh, uh, weird stuff. Weird Damron, you cannot hear me. Is that correct? Let me see. All right, let me put some music back on and get this straightened out. We'll be right back with our guest, Damron Russell of the Black Repertory Theater. Heard the news, heard the rivers over 
You tuned in 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. This is Urban Connections. Once again, I'm your host, Donna Wolf, and we are joined by our guest today remotely, Damron Russell Armstrong of the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City. Damron, are you there? 
Damron, unmute your mic. Damron, I can't hear you. We're going to have to try this again. I don't know what's going on. Damron, if you can, unmute your mic, please. I've got a button that says unmute, but I don't know if it's working. Let's see. Damron, are you there? Damron, I can't see you. Okay. I'm going to try this one more time, and uh, when we come back, I promise you we'll have Damron Russell on the phone. Hold tight, Kansas City. You're tuned to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Damron, are you there? Maybe. Oh, yes, you are you here. Can hear me? I can hear you now. Thank you so much for being patient and uh, holding on. We tried something a little different. And uh, now we know better than to do that again, okay? <laughs> Thank you for being my <laughs> Okay. Thank you for being my guest once again, Damron Russell Armstrong of the Black Repertory Theater. You're the founder, the CEO, and the executive artistic director of the Black Repertory Theater of in uh, in of uh, Kansas City. And um I especially wanted to invite you on not only to celebrate the fact that you're about to kick off your eighth season here in Kansas City as a repertory theater, 
but that your theater group, uh, the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City, is the recipient of the 2023 Paul Robeson Award. And this is an honor. I, I think it's probably uh, pretty uh, rare. Probably not too many people have received this uh, award um, that's uh, given out by the uh, Actors' Equity Association, that national labor union that represents more than 51,000 professional actors and stage managers in live theater. And uh, it's a 501c3 entity um, that uh, supports the professional theater community. And your organization has been selected uh, to receive this reward award for... 2023. Just tell us all about it, and congratulations. Oh, oh <laughs> thank you very much. It's great to be back, Donna. It's great to see you. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> soon we'll be back in the studio together again. Yeah. Right now, it's this crazy season here as we kick off the our eighth season. And yes, uh, <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving the Paul Robeson Award. Uh, when the uh, equity came in from New York, Chicago, and uh, California to present us with the award here in Kansas City. Um, and as they were going through their presentation, you saw previous uh, winners, including Paul Robeson himself, but um, the likes of Sidney Portier mm-hmm. were on the list. <laughs> There's just a moment that you go, uh, and the Black Story <laughs> Theater of Kansas City. Wow. Uh, it's a really great honor because it's not an uh, uh, an arts uh, award, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's given by, as you said, Actors Equity uh, and Actors Equity Foundation. It's for the work that you do outside of the four walls of your theater. Okay. So how are you affecting your community? How are you uplifting your community? What are you giving back to the community? And so with all the work that we do that's not theater-driven is what John uh, Rissenhouse over at Kansas City Actors Theater saw in us and the effect that we are having on our community. And they, John John himself, uh, is the one who nominated the okay. black rep for the award. Uh, so people are really seeing the effects that we have on the community because so often the question was, why another theater in Kansas City? Mm-hmm. And why why does there need to be a black or African-American driven theater company in Kansas City? Well, uh, hatred is only bred out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. So the more that you add to the platform or to the discussion of Kansas City, uh, the many different views and cultural backgrounds of folks, the more uh, we can have uh, a, a level of conversation that leads to understanding. So okay. uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> we're making that mark, and people are noticing and recognizing us for it. So uh, we're certainly excited to bring this award to Kansas City. Well, you had another Actors' Equity Association recognition back in 2018, um, the Catherine V. Lamke Award, um, given in uh, March 2018 at uh, 
the Chicago Theater on Navy Pier. So you've been sort of piquing the interest and in, in reaching out, um, and, and a, uh, I, I guess your echo reverberates, has been for a while. Uh, yeah, so 2018, we started <laughs> the company in 2015, mm. and the first production season was 2016. Mm-hmm. So just two years in uh, to our production season, we were recognized again by Actors Equity this time in Chicago for diversity and inclusion uh, because until that time, there wasn't a platform uh, in Kansas City whose focus was on African-American directors, African-American stories. Uh, and so it was something that most theaters had as a part of uh, of their uh, seasons. And, you know, most oh. uh, folks would do uh, African-American German show uh, in the month of February yeah. to help celebrate Black uh, History Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but little known fact, I happen to be African-American 365 yeah, days a year. Yeah, there's that. So <laughs> it was important that there be some offerings throughout the year. And it's a, a great way, like I said, to open up conversation because as much as it is, I think it was, uh, Viola Davis, who said um, uh, there needs to be a physical manifestation. And so that's what the black rep is. But the doors are open to everyone because I think everyone, African-American, non-African-American, can enjoy, can come together, can uh, get an understanding of the African-American diaspora of theater uh, uh-huh. that exists in this in this town now and uh, throughout the country, and the and the thing is, is is there's something about live theater that is an experience. I think um, most people, once you've experienced it, you don't ever forget it. You you remember the first play you ever saw in a real uh, theater and how wonderful an experience it is. It's wondrous. It's kind of kind of magical. Um, and and I think that permeates live theater, period, be it black repertory theater or anybody else's uh, repertory theater. So that's another reason why there just needs to be inclusion and and, and this recognition should not be relegated to one month uh, out of the year. That's my soapbox piece. Um, <laughs> but t- talk, talk about the work that you, you do uh, outside of the theater that Black Repertory Theater has done down through the years that uh, yeah, well, yeah uh, over resulted. the years we have really developed our educational programming uh, RISE which is Repertory in School Empowerment Program uh, we started at Ruskin High School Center and Grandview High School uh, and now are developing programming for the Kansas City School District uh, with a focus on Purcell because they are a performing arts uh, high school. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I mean, and that program uh, engages students through playwriting. And we think it's a healthy way of introducing conflict re- resolution oh, uh, to students because you get to write about any subject that they want to write about. But the best plays uh, out there are ones that have some hurdle some obstacle, a goal that the uh, uh, catalyst of the show has to get through 
in order the protagonist of the show has to get through uh, in order to reach that goal. And so for students, that's a really great way of introducing them to how do I get past this obstacle, whether that be a personal one or, or rooted in their education. We always tell the students that uh, this is not to make you uh, uh, actor, though the ones that are on an acting track, of course, uh, they gain uh, some experience through this program. But for any student to be able to articulate once they graduate from school what it is that their goal is, whether that's higher education, whether that's uh, uh, I just want to graduate and learn to fix cars, yeah. or I, I, uh, a janitor or a, a garbage man makes a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's my track. Mm-hmm. But I have to be able to go in there and articulate in an interview why I think I'm right for the job mm-hmm. and what my goals are. So that, that's basically that uh, component. And the other one, which is our Young Actors Summer Conservatory, is basically a four-week boot camp for all students around Kansas City. And we set the, we initially set the ages from 6 to 17. But what has shown up, my dear Cart Kylie, came in at three years old wow. and said, my name is Kylie. I want to be a ballerina. Okay. And I turned around to all the preteens and said, See, Kylie, that is how you introduce yourself to a room with the volume you should speak mm-hmm. in when you're on stage. Okay, she had it going on, just a natural. Oh, yeah, so she's a star. So, so in this RISE program, um, do, you, do you tell kids, hi, I'm going to teach you about conflict resolution? Or how do, you, how do you introduce it to them? How do you get them yeah. to buy into it? Well, uh, the, the first thing is we really explain to them uh, how a play is written. How do you outline a thought? And okay. through uh, games like this, that, stop, and other theater games, trust exercises, mm-hmm. uh, you get them to start uh, opening up by presenting them with these games so they come up with different ideas. Because when you say to uh, a student, a high school student, what it is is it that you want to be, or what do you like? Some of them, a handful of them will tell you right out of the bat. Uh, I want to be an astronaut, or I want to be a fashion designer, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But for there's a certain age in there where you you have to coax out of the students. Mm-hmm that it's okay to sort of dream about something or want something or to be able to talk about because we have had students uh, who whose uh, prose, poetry, plays have been everything about sexual identity to sexual misconduct. Wow. And so uh, in, in those instances, uh, you really get them uh, talking about real-life challenges. Mm-hmm. And through that, you you help them find what is the resolution. Mm-hmm. We never tell them what to put down on paper. Right. We show them how the beginning, middle, and end of a conversation is. Uh, and uh, 
a lot of times we have uh, the students state before they read before the class that this could be a trigger. Okay. So just to let us know, this piece is that. And then what comes out of that is not just sort of this art form affecting life. It also allows us to sort of put those students at risk in contact mm -hmm. with a counselor mm -hmm. who perhaps they never sat down with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what's your team uh, look like that goes into the schools and, and interacts with the kids in the RISE program and in the yeah. summer uh, uh, conservatory? Yes, they are the oh, well the, for the Rise program. It's artist educators, so it's a number of artists uh, around town who also have an interest. Who some are playwrights, some are uh, interested in writing. But we take them through uh, a, a curriculum that we have put together. So those artist educators are uh, have their own workshops that they work on before they go into the school. Mm -hmm. uh, as for the summer programming, uh, I, we look for artists with the background of the classes that we teach. So in the four weeks, the students go through a drama class, which I usually uh, uh, lead. Uh, last year, we had uh, Cynthia Hartman from the Black Box on Truth uh, because uh, her theater uh, uh, engages students for the most part. So she was a perfect choice to bring in to work with students between three and 17. Mm -hmm. uh, three. Uh, also, uh, we had uh, Elaine Page over at Next Page come in to teach dance because uh, one of the programs that she features over there, also on Truth, uh, is uh, dance uh, for students. Uh, Christopher Barstow Burns is our resident choreographer, so sometimes he is the leader of that class. So uh, folks who have a background in that area, the music teacher is uh, Gerald Turner from, is it AFIA uh, school? He's the music teacher there. So it's all folks who have some sort of history in that particular uh, uh, career. Cool. I know who we bring in. Uh, Christopher Barksdale Burns has been a guest on this program, and he used to dance with uh, Kansas City Ballet. Yes, yeah, for twenty-one for years. Twenty-one so. years. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> to have him on our team Fabulous. is, is uh, a treat. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I imagine so. I imagine so. Um, you have a new season coming up. Uh, season eight. New season. Yes, eight, our eight most seasons. season to date. I said our most ambitious season to date. Okay. Uh, we, uh, we use, normally do four shows uh, for our main stage season, mm -hmm. and it finds out just right, or giving us a little break between uh, shows two and and uh, uh, in the fall winter to. Uh, shows three and four in the spring. Well, uh, we received an, a National Endowment of the Arts Award oh, cool. for a uh, new work, a world premiere that we're presenting this year uh, featuring the writings of 
uh, music and additional lyrics by Pamela Watts Baskin Watson. Okay. Uh, you might know Pamela Watson. Uh, 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 area uh, jazz pianist also happens to be married to Bobby Watson. Okay. But <laughs> a super talent in her own right. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, the books and lyrics are written by Nedra Dixon, okay. who uh, many is familiar in the certainly in the theater world uh, as uh, actor uh, director. Uh, worked with her on a, a number of pieces around town over the past 10, 15 years. So it's a treat to uh, be entrusted with this new work. Uh, we hope that everybody will definitely come out and see a God Sid tale is the name of that show, show number three on our season. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a, a story that features eight African-American women who come together after it's found out that the benefactor of the town who ha is older and Caucasian and his uh, young, very young bride uh, have a child and the child is born black. Oh my. So Hold that thought, something Dan. Yes. <laughs> something some, something wicked this way comes, right? Hold that thought. We got to take a break. When we come back, I want you to finish telling us the story of that uh, play that you've got jumping off in this eighth season of the Black Repertory Theater. You're tuned to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. This is Urban Connections. I'm your host, Donald Wolf, our guest, Damron Armstrong of the Black Repertory Theater, and we'll continue our conversation with him right after these messages. Stay tuned. Community Voices is one way that KKFI seeks to highlight local individuals and organizations who are making a difference in their communities. If you have an organization or initiative that you would like to see highlighted on our airwaves, please go online to kkfi.org slash community voices and submit information about your organization or initiative. Counterspin, your weekly look behind the headlines. I'm Janine Jackson. This week on Counterspin, in the wake of the October well, 7th attack... I think the point of that was, listen to Counterspin. You tuned to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio, Urban Connections, with your host, Donna Wolf. Our guest joining us virtually today is Damron Russell Armstrong, who's the founder, CEO an executive artistic director of the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City, which is the 2023 recipient of the Paul Robeson Award given by the Actors' Equity Organization. And again, thank you so much uh, and, and congratulations, uh, Damron, for representing Kansas City so well. Absolutely. It's an honor to be on with you today, and it's certainly an honor to uh, 
bring uh, uh, Kansas City uh, 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 on a, a national platform uh, with this award. Uh, folks were very excited to come to Kansas City to give the award and to meet uh, area theater uh, heads uh, and actors in Kansas City. So they were super excited to not only come to present us with the award, but to see what a thriving theater community we ha actually have in Kansas City. So you have, um, is it how many total uh, plays you're putting on this, this season? Um, I showed two, season three. five shows. Five shows. Normally, yes, we normally do four shows mm -hmm. and then the the summer programming and a, a new playwright uh, show. But <laughs> uh, this year we decided to take on the huge, huge <laughs> undertaking mm -hmm. of presenting a world premiere musical, okay. which is a, a show that we uh, workshopped at the Blue Room uh, uh, two Januarys ago. Workshopped? So, what do you mean you uh, workshopped it? So it was a script-in-hand reading okay. of the show. Okay. So all eight ladies of the show, we set them up on stage with uh, Pamela Watson uh, and a bass and a drum, and uh, we read through the play and sang through uh, the show uh, and had a full audience who were all clamoring for more. Great. And because of the National Endowment for the Arts Award, mm -hmm. we're now able to take that from workshop to putting it on its feet and adding all the lights and costumes and uh, choreography uh, and memorization <laughs> uh, to the project. So we're super, super excited. And mm -hmm. before we went to break, I left you with the cliffhanger yes. of the story where <laughs> the, the, the town Caucasian benefactor child is born black. Mm. So uh, uh, the, sh the show in, set in 1957 is a folktale musical that begins as uh, race uh, riots erupt uh. in this fictional Fort Collins, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And uh, the women through uh, eight women who converge upon their sanctuary, their church, uh, discover through sharing their fears and desires, uh, the, the power of coming together and working together uh, the, in hopes that it's going to heal not only uh, themselves as they go through this ordeal, but the community uh, as a whole. And this show has been brilliantly scripted and uh, uh, musically uh, written uh, so that the eight African-American women in this show sing everything from opera to gospel. All right. So to tell you uh, how difficult that process has been, just think of eight Audra McDonald's. Okay. All right. I would love to be in that company personally. I would just <laughs> sit there and grin, I think. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah. It's super exciting. Even through the rehearsal, pro I mean, the audition process, uh, we have pulled it together and with mostly uh, local actresses. Okay. And and this particular um, set of uh, um, performances will take place January 12th 
through the 15th and January 18th through the 21st in 2024 at the Just Off Broadway Theater. So we'll make sure to remind everybody when that's coming up. Um, before I ask you, I have another question before I ask you to just name all of the performances that you're going to have this season eight of the Black Repertory yeah. Theater. Um, do you workshop every play that before you do it? Do you work? Is that your process? No. Uh, this particular one was a part of our uh, new play rights series, okay. new works. Okay. So uh, every year it's become now every other year uh, because we forgot that maybe if you workshop a show, you might actually bring it back and put it on its feet. Mm -hmm. So last year we did one. Uh, and so this year we won't do one, and we'll put this in that slot, in that January slot, okay. the the fully performed show. Okay. So there is a new playwright section that we do uh, every other year, where we'll do a sit down reading of it, dissect it, uh, and see if it uh, merits a, a uh, on its feet run and be a part of our main stage series. Now, so not every show. And, and sort of, uh, uh, do we workshop? Workshopping is also sort of like rehearsing. Yeah. <laughs> so you sort of, you, those three weeks of rehearsal, okay. you really try to uh, work the show out to okay. the best of your ability. Okay. Because most uh, writers sometimes don't put uh, intent in the stage direction. So mm -hmm. you have to sit down with your cast and talk about what is the moment before the play happens? What is your character doing? What is the goal of your character? And uh, sort of dissecting that is a sort of workshop of a show before the audience come in. You know, that sounds like a very kind of a cathartic thing to do to actually, I mean, if, if we treated our lives that way, thinking about this is the moment before, what do I want the outcome to be and how am I gonna get to it? I is that a way of thinking, maybe, <laughs> or, or a way of living? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I think if, if we took more time thinking before opening our mouths, yeah. um, the world would probably be a lot better place. Yeah. No, certainly a kind place. Uh, you, we, we hope. Um, so where do you get these new plays from, these new playwrights from? How do you solicit those? Uh, if, uh, <laughs> and it's a good problem to have okay. because now we've been around long enough that I receive submissions almost monthly wow. from artists all over the country. Great. Who I'm sure we're part of some database now that uh, uh, when you're looking to produce as an African American writer or someone who has an African American themed show, uh, they send it on and I put it on the stack mm -hmm. and we give it to the literary committee and say, read through these. Everybody gets to read through them and give their feedback on, is it something that we can now take to the next level and do a reading of? And from there, can we do a full production of it? That's interesting work. Um, how, how does one become a member of your literary committee? I imagine you got a ton of committees, the bottle washing committee and the 
you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, when you announced me in my title, I was like, yeah, that means I choose the plays, I direct the plays, but I also scrub the toilet. Okay. So fancy as those titles sound, I'm still the guy plunging the toilet. Okay. Um, <laughs> you keep it real. But, you keep it oh, real, damn yeah, right. Yes, I have to. Uh, BRTKC is a grassroots organization. Mm -hmm. So we are always looking for volunteers to come in and read a play or uh, to come in and work the box office or come in to work the backstage. Or if your aspirations are for the stage, come in and audition for us uh, and uh, we'll, we'll help you get to the place you need to be. Uh, I like to think of uh, Black Rep as a bridge to uh, the community of those actors who didn't come up through a sort of structured theater program, mm -hmm. uh, but perhaps in the choir or uh, something like that. Uh, I like to think of us as sort of an MFA program where we get to sort of dissect it down uh, to its, its base uh, and teach people what stage left and stage right is or mm -hmm. upstage or down uh, as a part of uh, their tutelage and bringing them uh, to a show that opens before an audience. So, so, so uh, how's we your... Al we always, we not only want to entertain, but always educate. Right on. How is your three-year-old uh, student doing in learning what, you know, stage left, st st all the stuff? How's she doing? Uh, <laughs> she is great. She's four now. She came oh, okay. back for, uh, what did we do? Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the Jungle Book. Okay. <laughs> A little more seasoned than she was uh, uh, when she was uh, in The Lion King. Okay. But still great and still full of energy. Uh, don't you love it? Um, let me take this last break right here, and uh, then we'll come back and have the last 15 minutes with Damron Russell Armstrong, uh, head bottle washer of the Black Repertory Theater <laughs> of Kansas City. You know I love you, Damron, uh, but he's the executive yeah. director and founder of uh, and CEO of the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City, and I can't say it enough. It's an award-winning theater. We got such wonderful resources artistic resources here in Kansas City. And I think it's critical that as many people as possible know it and um, support it, you know? It can only get better and stronger and that will just make all of us richer. Uh, so Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City is recognized across this nation for the work that it does um, theater-wise and uh, community service wise so we'll be right back and talk some more about that right after these messages hang on Damron. hi i'm janine jackson host of counterspin your weekly look behind the headlines counterspin couldn't exist without stations like kkfi that put community first we're proud to air every tuesday evening at 6 30 p.m and if you miss it you can find it at kkfi.org that's Counterspin every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. right here on KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. KKFI is listening. 
and your feedback helps to inform our decisions on current and future programming. It's important for your voice to be heard, so please let us know what you think about our programming by going online and filling out the KKFI Listener Survey at kkfi.org survey. Well, I guess I better do something with that old thing. Fine, honey, I'll get rid of it. Does any of this sound familiar? Well, you can turn your used-up car, boat, truck, van, or motorcycle into the programs you know and love right here on KKFI. All you have to do is go to kkfi.org, find the support tab to donate your wheels, rudders, or handlebars, or you can call 816-931-3122 ask for the development department. That's 816-931-3122 or go to kkfi.org. Thank you so much for your support, and remember, you can hear your old ride in your new one. 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio, Urban Connections with your host, Donna Wolf. Our guest, Damron Armstrong of the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City. Working on its, starting out its eighth season here in Kansas City. Uh, what a blessing to have this organization and to have you, Damron, in our midst. Uh, so just keep doing what you're doing, please. And uh, make sure, yeah. Um, so talk about uh, some of the other uh, productions that uh, are going to be happening starting out, uh, what, next uh, weekend? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, this is Saturday. Yes, it's so, Saturday. Yeah, uh, <laughs> here we go, y'all. Okay. Um, uh, next Saturday, uh, speaking of re- building relationships uh, uh, with national playwrights, uh, the two shows that I had the opportunity to see on Broadway, uh, the first one, Thoughts of a Colored Man. Uh, this is by playwright Keenan Scott II. I got a chance to see the show in New York, uh, and thank goodness I saw it when I did because it closed soon after because of COVID. Okay. So this show was like two seasons ago, mm-hmm. and so the idea that something was on Broadway and now in Kansas City, I think, is uh, a feather in, in our cap. And right again, on. the recognition that comes from the work that we're doing here in Kansas City. Uh, this play uh, was the first play in so many years that I've seen on Broadway that I was like, I was physically moved by the show. Okay. The, the show explores uh, the lives and pressures and passions of several uh, contemporary black men who live in uh, Brooklyn. And uh, Keenan has done this really great job, and I hope uh, if he's able to come in town next week for the opening that yes. we get him on your show. Okay. Uh, because he uh, never gives the characters names, but they are identified by traits that they embody. Awesome. So seven characters, uh, lust, love, anger, ah. passion, mm-hmm. music, depression and happiness Mm -hmm. and it just and it goes right to the title thoughts okay of a color 
So, uh, and so it, it's it's really thought provoking play about the black male experience uh, in this country. And it was the first Broadway show that was written and directed, and whose leads uh, uh, were black. Okay, and that's the October. October 20th, uh, yes, that, 28th and 29th, November uh -huh. 2nd and, and 5th the the following week. at yeah, the Gym Theater. Third, yeah, Gym Theater, 18th and Vine. Uh -huh. And then that show is closely followed by another show I saw on Broadway, okay. Chicken and Biscuits. Okay. This is a crazy, crazy comedy of, uh, <laughs> uh, of the Jenkins family who come together for the celebration of of life of the family's uh, patriarch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hopefully without killing each other. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is Tyler Perry on Broadway. Okay. It's just that, that funny. Okay. Hilarious show. That one opens the day after Thanksgiving, so it's something uh, that you and the family can do after you've gotten up from the couch oh. on that Thursday. <laughs> we open that Friday, the 24th, November 24th, 25th, 26th, and, tw and 30th, mm -hmm. December 1, 2, and 3. And that's going to be at the WIM space, W-H-I-M space, at 415 Prospect Avenue, which is up here in the great northeast portion of Kansas City. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, super excited about that. Uh, it was an old church, and guess what? This play is set in a church. Okay. <laughs> I, so. I spoke about our third offering, which is that world premiere of A Gossip's Tale. Yes. Uh, get, uh, get your tickets today. Be the first to say that you saw it in Kansas City first, because okay. I have a few it might go on the road you after this feel. production. So That'd be interesting. Fingers crossed you might even see it on Broadway. And then there's <laughs> then there's the movie, A God Sip, okay? Just looking forward. Yeah. All right. And <laughs> and, and so that's uh, what's going on in uh, January. Then February, uh, there is... Uh, go ahead. Uh, it's Hot Hat Hattie. Uh -huh. uh, Larry Parr has penned this musical... Uh, of the life and times of Hattie McDaniel. Uh -huh. So it's more a play with music. And uh, folks know her as the first African woman to win an Academy Award for uh -huh. Best Supporting Actor. But most, most people don't know is that she was a songwriter. She uh -huh. was a comedian. She was a singer. She was an actress. So uh -huh. there's a lot about her life out there uh, uh, that's unknown. But And I think this uh, script is... Uh, going to bring home just how super talented and what a great woman uh, she was. That's wonderful. This show is going to, is going to feature what I call uh, the uh, uh, Jazz Princess of Kansas City, Ebony Thundren. Okay. Uh, is going to be starring as Hattie McDaniel. Super excited about that. That's February 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. And our, that's going to be in conjunction with our new partnership with the Delta uh, organization, the Delta Athenaeum at 900 East Linwood. Okay. The final show of the season uh, will happen in April. This is our ongoing collaboration with 
the White Theater, the Lewis and Shirley White Theater mm -hmm. at the J, the Jewish Community Theater. Mm -hmm. that, that's it. Uh, uh, it is going to be the show Blues in the Night, which is uh, conceived by Sheldon S. And it's a song cycle of uh, artists like Duke Ellington, uh, Harold Arlen, folks like that of uh, of, of that that big band generation. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you, you like to swing, come swing with us. The, okay. The Black Rep at White Theater. All righty then. Um, you got a <laughs> lot of stuff going on. A lot of beautiful uh, yeah. uh, venues. I love the uh, that that uh, where you where you're at. You know, I, the, the the theaters that you've chosen are even significant. The Gym Theater, that theater down there on Fourth uh, and and Prospect. That's that's a new environment that people don't think about. The the Delta. How do you pronounce it? Athenium, 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 yeah. Athenium. Uh -huh. um, you know that. Uh, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority um, owns and uh, operates. That's a beautiful uh, venue. So uh, thank you for being thoughtful even about the venues that you've chosen to uh, present these plays. Absolutely. I mean, our goal is, of course, to have a home someday. So anybody out there who can help us with that, that would be great. Uh, because we'd love to have a venue in the community right uh, that, of course, is accessible to all of Kansas City. But, uh, but a home that uh, uh, acts as a beacon for art for uh, before and after school uh, youth programming. Uh, and, of course, for uh, theater uh, that... Uh, everyone can share in. Even the rehearsal spaces can be rented out because Kansas City has so much theater and we just don't have enough venues or rehearsal space. So it could be uh, one of those places that other theater companies can come in and use as well. So that is our, our ultimate goal. So I think you, uh, you anybody just... out there ready to take on a, a capital campaign, Give me a call. All righty then. <laughs> I think you just wrote that grant. Thank you so much. And <laughs> give people give people uh, contact information so they can find out when, where, specifics about the place, all that stuff, and the program. All things, all things can be found on the interweb. Yes, uh, our interweb address is brtkc.org. Again, that's Black Rep Theater. BRTKC.org. Uh, all the information is on the website. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you can leave messages through there, sign up for the newsletter, and you'll get uh, a constant flow of emails about what's next and how you can help. Okay, and get back with me, uh, Damron. Uh, let me know if Keenan Scott is available for next week as soon as you can. Let me know, and uh, I'd love to have to, to have him on. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Once again, we're so very proud of you and uh, your team and the Black Repertory Theater of Kansas City. Kansas City's turning into a spot, isn't it? I mean, everything's happening. In Absolutely. It's the place to be for the art. It is, most definitely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll look forward to we talking all. with you again soon. All right? All right. Take care now. Take care. And everybody, please stay tuned at the top of the hour for Brother Jay and Changing Narratives.
Trouser biggy pussy pant at any time. Trouser get long leg pussy pant any time. Trouser get the decoration any time. Like a button. Like a button. Like a ziggy. Like a zig. Like a buckle. Like a buckle. Like a button. Like a button. Like a ziggy. Like a zig. Like a buckle. Like a buckle. Like some yeah yeah important trouser. Him go get a better for her. Na trouser be that, na trouser be that, na panta be this. Panty small pass trouser anytime. Panty get shut leg pass trouser anytime. But never get decoration anytime. Like a button, like a button, like a zip, like a zip, like a buckle, like a buckle, like a button, like a button, like a zip. From all yeah, yeah. now, for this small enough, it vex pull them from side. Yeah, yeah. Inside, yeah, must travel right down your leg like a trouser. Yeah, yeah. Mr. VIP, when you think you're saying big, if a smaller man, yeah, yeah. I want to miss it. VIP to hear me proper now. Yeah, yeah. As well as a party be, if trouser come out if for your champagne, no dig. As well as it party be If those are commodity for your champagne no day Yo the be that my brother Yo be that my brother Everything on that your yash should go show All the secret on that your yash go boom The views and opinions of